everybody. It's going to be another miserable show. I'm not feeling well. I'm sweating like a pig. I'm chilled. Something's wrong with me. Did you Hair talk to sweat. anyone? Yeah, I talked to Dr. Regis. He told me there's nothing wrong with me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, he's going he's gonna to give me some blood tests and stuff, you know. Uh. Yeah. He says I don't have COVID, so I believe him. Well, COVID isn't the only thing that people get sick from these days. Right. Anyway, set your expectations to zero. The show's going to suck today. If you want to tune out now, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm not offended. I'm where, not in any where do they go if this is going to suck? There's a million great channels. <laughs> That's what's great about Sirius XM. You don't have to listen to this shit. <laughs> listen to some zero. other shit. Point. I'm sure zero. human Newman is healthy as a horse. But uh, I'm having issues. I don't know what I got, but, uh, you know... I'm sleeping day and night. I slept for three hours after the show. Then I went to bed early. I watched a little American Idol. I watched it on TiVo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just so I'm so miserable when I'm ill, and uh, you know it's just not fun. I mean, I took there's a sh- no I other never... head you can go to. You don't have like different compartments in no. your brain. You say, like, no. let me turn that one off and turn this one on. Right. Go listen to something. Tom Morello has 47 new shows you can listen to. 47 different shows. Yeah, he did them all yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You can, li- you can listen. listen to it. Yeah. But anyway, like, even like I, I just, you know, I'm down here in my basement doing the show. I had to take a shower this morning because I'm so disgusting. Overnight, I sweated so much. I was sweating all over the place that I said, I got to wake up and take a shower. Uh-huh. So now my hair is wet. So on camera, my hair looks horrible. So Actually, right before you, you fluffed it up and it has a pretty good shape to it. But it's well, not I wouldn't high know. And, and out like it usually no, is. I wouldn't know that I fluffed it up because I said, let me get in the mirror and fluff it up. My house, when I built my house, I built this house. Okay. And uh I hired a um you know, you hire designers. And architects and all that. Yeah. And, and they all decided that, you know, when it comes to lighting. Nothing should be too bright. It should be, you know, it's mood lighting in my house. Oh. So I go in the bathroom to to, to, to look at myself and to prepare my hair for the show. <laughs> and I can't, do you, you, you can't should go see. in the bed. I can't see any. I got mood lighting. I can't see a thing. Oh, Plus I'm wearing sunglasses because I'm ugly <laughs> and the sunglasses are big and they make my face look a little less distorted for camera. People go, why do you wear sunglasses? Do you have an eye problem? I go, no, the, the reason I have eye problems is because I wear sunglasses indoors. <laughs> I can't see anything now. You're robbing yourself of sight. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess like, you know, when you're designing a house, you go, you know, when people walk in, it shouldn't be bright light. It should just be like mood lighting. Have these, these people ever heard of several switches? So you could have no. bright light when you wanted bright light and mood yeah. lighting? Yeah, well, I have mood, mood lighting. lighting. But my regular lighting is mood lighting, and then my mood lighting is complete darkness almost. <laughs> you should see what's doing. So I just walked in the bathroom, and I'm cursing. I'm sweating. I'm cursing. I'm like, I can't fucking see my hair. And all my mirrors are smoked, like smoky yeah, mirrors, right, because yeah. they look antique. 
You can't see anything in them. It's completely non-functional. I'm, I'm, I'm having a guy. What are you going to do now? Are you going to have that all ripped out and put yep. in lights and yep. mirrors that you can see it? I, 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 in my office, I tell you, I do work. I can't see anything. It's <laughs> completely dark in there. I, I can't find a book. I have a bookshelf. I can't see anything. <laughs> so I called a guy, a lighting guy, and I said to him, listen to me. You see this room? Is there a way? I don't even care if you hang flashlights from the ceiling. I don't care about decorative. I don't care how. Rip out this fucking chandelier and just give me a, a, a light bulb. No shade. I want just bright a light, light bulb hanging from a wire in the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm running around. I'm, I'm walking into walls like I'm Mr. Magoo. <laughs> I can't see anything. I can't see. I don't know what's going on around here. I, 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 I mean, I'm preparing for the show, and I, I can't see my hair even in the mirror. You can't. I defy you to see well, yourself. Well, if you've got the, a smoky mirror and dark hair, how are you going to see it? And, and no lights. So yeah. I, can, I go, I, I'm, I'm sitting there hitting the buttons on the wall. I go, is there any light? You know, and I paid a lot of money for this. And we've run out of electricity. <laughs> I mean, come on. But oh you can have God. all kinds of lighting. You just don't have to <clears> use it all. Come on, people. I've got money. I, I poured money into this house. You poured money in it to aggravate yourself. Because everything is just aggravating to you after yeah. all that money you spent. Nothing works. <laughs> it all looks good, but nothing works. Got no Beautiful. TV. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. Ridiculous. I mean, and I go, you know, if I, I wish I hadn't spent so much money. I could sit in the dark for no money. That's right. And you could say, well, I didn't spend any money on it, so that's why I don't have any light. But you don't yeah. even have an excuse. Our boss is on the phone. This is Jennifer Witz. She recently became the CEO of Sirius XM. Yes. A man used to run this company, and this is very exciting. A woman now runs this company. Jennifer Witz. What is she Hi, Jennifer. this morning? What can I do for you? Of course a woman's running this company now. And let me tell you something. If the show sucks, you have to make it up. Right. Yeah, that's that that's that's true. I have to do a New good show. Rules. Yes. What is you it know, like? Darn, what I, is yes, yeah. Jennifer, I was gonna ask you, what is it like to be a woman and running a company? It must be difficult. Of course it's difficult, Stern. It's not easy being a female exec. When people right. hear there's a female CEO, their first thought is, what does she look like? You follow? Right. Right. Heels too high, she's a whore. Heels too low, she's a dyke. You know, the other day I was wearing a cute sundress. You following me? I looked great. But I couldn't wear it because I don't want to look hot in front of people who work for me. I don't need human Newman bricking up all the time during an all-hands meeting. Darn, it's not easy. Right. You see, this is what women are going through in the workplace who are rising to the top. Yeah, Jennifer. they look in their closet and they've got us, oh, that's too hot. That's not hot enough. I don't want to look like a dyke, so put a better heel on that shoe. That's terrible to make all it, those decisions. Absolutely, Quivers. I knew you'd get it. You think Jim Meyer has to stand in front of a mirror and ask himself, does this smoky eye make me look like a slut? Of course not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you seem you to know, be doing. Certain... Yes. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was saying you seem to be doing a good job. I mean, I mean, I haven't left my house since you took over, but it seems like the company's running well. I listen to all the channels, and 
Uh, I think you're, uh, and, and, and by the way, I like your attitude. You sound like a drill sergeant. I like how you come on strong. Thanks so much, Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course the company's running well. I don't take a break. I don't do anything other than work on Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher. You got no idea what's going on behind the scenes. You just focus on being fart man and making your dick jokes or whatever it is you do, and I'll focus on acquiring new companies. You follow Stern? Right. All right. Well, okay. There's the plan, Robin. Uh, A we're good make... division of right, work, right. I think. Right. We're going to make the dick jokes, and Jennifer's going to keep buying new companies that we there don't understand. Right. right. Okay. Right. Hold on one second. I, I got to take this call, sir, and hold on a second. All right. Thanks, Ashley. Things ain't no way. What's that? Oh. That was Ren Zeng Fei. We just acquired Huawei Technologies. Yes! Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you spoke Chinese. All right. Yes. Very good. Oh, come on. I speak Chinese. I speak Serbo Croatian. You don't know the half of it. Just because I'm a woman, you thought I didn't speak Chinese, son? No, you have to work harder than a man. You ha- Because listen, if you fail as CEO or whatever you are here at SiriusXM, Everyone will say they should have had a man do it. You know what I mean? They're going to compare you to It'll all the men. It'll make it harder for women who come after you. That's right. You've got of to course. succeed. Yeah, you've got to make this company fly. Sounds like you have a plan, though. You're just going to keep buying more and more companies. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? Spotify can she woman de gauche. You know what that oh. means? What's it mean? No. <laughs> it's Mandarin for eat our shit. <laughs> all right. I like your attitude. Listen to me, Thank Stern. You. I'm not done with you. By 2025, our name will be SiriusXM, Pandora, Stitcher, Apple, Pfizer, Moderna, Amazon, HBO, Max Plus, Plus Oprah. Let wow. me tell wow. Thank you. That's she is I a like cheerleader. Her. I like she's her. She's on fire. She's yeah. on fire. She, You could see she's really into the job. <laughs> that hmm. name's going to keep growing. I love it. Hey, did you hear it? It's going to be... Uh, what is it? Sirius uh, XM, Pandora, Pandora Stitcher, Stitcher, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to buy Apple? Yes. She is an ambitious woman <laughs> and a firecracker. Oh, my. Anyway, yeah. Oh, look at this. Sirius XM just purchased Antarctica, the actual. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? I don't know. She's got a plan. <laughs> good for her no because you know when you're a woman it's a little harder everyone goes oh you know if a man if anything goes wrong oh if yeah she look was at a the man, world the men have been doing such a great job exactly i like working with a woman i feel women are a little more but you uh, said working with or working for working for you're right I, I I see everyone as a coworker. We're all in this together. But she's the boss. You're right. Working for. That's right, Robin. <laughs> I got to watch everything now. Yep. Hey, Michelle. What's happening? Hi, Howard. Um, so I just saw a picture of Hannah Marie Corbin's husband, um, and he's okay. He's Pretty bony looking, not like the hot stud you're imagining when you're riding. I think you're just as adorable, and I hope you feel better. Thank you. Yeah, I know what she's talking about. Yeah. Remember I told you my Peloton instructor is really hot? One of them, yeah. I, I, I use Peloton Jen and Hannah Marie Corbin. I didn't know it was Hannah Marie. Now we got three names. 
I don't want to say obsessively look her up so I know her middle name, but. <laughs> but anyway, I finally <laughs> said to myself, let me Google her husband, see what he looks like. He must be like this big guy, like look like the rock. You know what I mean? Well, you she's said so, he was some kind of runner or something? Yeah. She's always like bragging. My husband is an elite athlete. He's a runner. He, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm expecting to see like a guy like, um, like Jean-Claude Van Damme when he was, you know, when he was in really great shape when he was young. Because she's gorgeous. You know, she's got the body and the, she's got the whole look. And I'm like, she, she's a dancer and she's got like the titties and the, you know, the ass. Oh, she I'm did like, come with that. That was the models that came with. The well, you know what I hands. mean. And then the I just said the husband must be like fucking, you know, Zeus. <laughs> so I looked him up to see, you know, what's doing. And, you know, he looked pretty ordinary, quite frankly. I was shocked. Even though she's bragging yeah. about him all the time. Yeah. Are you looking him up? I am. Yeah. You see? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to now. No, Everybody's don't. saying he's he's not for up to the snuff. record. She just posted it on Instagram. I didn't I didn't stalk her. Oh, he's well, not she's bad. A, no, I didn't say he was bad, but I'm I'm like in. I mean, he's not that much above me. <laughs> like I could get her. You know what I mean? You could get her. Right. You could get yeah. her. Thank you. Makes the fantasy great. Like I'm like you know what? That's not obtainable. I think if she met me, you know, okay, ten years ago. She oh. would have been like, hey, I'll go out with this guy. Wait a minute. Am I seeing her husband? Who's this guy? That's her husband, probably. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Robin's got a computer in front of her. Now she's lost looking up. Uh, I got to my... see her husband. We're, I got to know what we're talking about. Yeah, but but you can't concentrate on the show when you're busy looking <laughs> up a husband. It's ridiculous. You have to put that away. I I put it away. Thank you. I'm watching Robin in her little office there, searching for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about us humans that we want to see who people are partnered up with and we compare ourselves to them? What is that? Our silliness as human beings. Right. <laughs> no, but she was like on there like, my husband just ran an ultra marathon. And he ran five miles every four hours for 24 hours straight. And she's bragging about it. And I'm like, this guy must be ripped. Like, yeah, he this... doesn't look like he could do that. No. He looks like <laughs> he looks like a guy who got pretty worn out doing that. It looks like he looks like a guy who takes walks. He doesn't right. look like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like me. Like, I'm at my lowest weight ever. I'm like, I'm, I, I weigh a ridiculous low weight, but I've got a big belly. <laughs> I'm like a Biafran. I'm starving myself, but I have a big belly because I don't have do that any... nice round belly. Yeah, because I don't do any sit-ups. I can't do any push-ups. Every time I work out now, my the back of my head hurts. Everything hurts. So I just said, "Fuck it, I don't care anymore." What am I? What am I? What am I doing? Who are you fixing yourself up for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beth seems like. I mean, I don't feel like Beth's that turned on by me, but. She's who I'm going to be with till I die. Till she leaves me. Do you have this anxiety that Ronnie was talking about? Yeah, I mean, I understand it. I, you know, I don't want to get so old that I'm a drag. Like, I don't want to get to the point where my health is compromised or, you know, it's just like, I didn't know when you get to a certain age how horrible it is. I didn't know. <laughs> when I met Beth, I was in my 40s. Yeah. 
you know, I didn't know that you really, like within 20 years, you're going to be a mess. I didn't know that. <laughs> I had no idea. I just thought I'd feel like. I don't think any of us did. Yes. No. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't trick her, but now you, I just kind of. planning to do this to her. Yeah, but I just feel bad for Beth because, like, when I'm sick, like she, like, like last night, I was miserable. And it's just like I must be such a drag. Who'd want to live with me? I'm, I'm dripping with sweat. I'm disgusting. My, my, my pants are clammy right now. Oh, who the fuck would want to be with me? And I do. I have a great fear of turning into this mess. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed that, you know, Robin Williams did himself in because he had a serious illness. Yes. And uh, he just didn't want to be a burden to anybody. And think about it. Robin Williams, who is like this brilliant comic, this fantastic career, a career like no one could imagine. He could do stand-up. He was a great actor. He won Academy Awards. Yeah. And what ended up happening to the guy? You, you open up the newspaper. He killed himself. Because and why? he was losing his faculties. Yeah. What a horror. Poor Robin Williams. I mean, what a disaster that is, that whole story. But I get it. Like, I get a cold and I'm ready to, you know, jump out a window. Who wants to be a drag on people and a burden? Yeah, Not but me. you said you want to live forever. You don't think you're going to be easy to deal with. I want to live forever with a reasonably good, you know, healthy outlook. I see. Like my father is 97, but I mean, well, I should, you know what it is? Yeah, but nothing bothers this guy. My father's already had a couple of strokes and things. Uh And uh, he's fine. He's just like, fuck it. Whatever I got, I got. He's having a great time. You think he's having a great time? I know he is. Huh? Like, no matter what happens to this guy, he's like, he's he's so stoic. He's like, you know, eh, oh, who cares? <laughs> and the fact that my mother has to, you know, keep her eye on him and everything. He's like, good, let her do it. Who cares? He doesn't mind that. No. That she has he to has watch to, him. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't know. He doesn't care. And he goes, you want to watch me? Watch me. You don't want to watch me? Don't watch me. You know, yeah, I'm not that way. I'm like, I'm too concerned with what everybody else thinks. Can I tell you? So what do you do about it? You can't do anything about it. What do you mean? Life is what it is. I mean, you, you don't know what's going to happen next. No. Scary. I was having a conversation with Captain Dennis and, you know, he, I love these people who now say, because I said it too, you get toward 50 and you say, now I'm going to really work out and take care of myself so that I can go into my dotage in good shape. And then you hit something that is like falling off a cliff. Yeah, it's and too late. And you just keep falling. You right, it doesn't matter. Never stop falling. When I was in my 40s, I would run <laughs> six to eight miles a day. Yeah. And put, put in about an hour or two lifting. It makes no difference. Now I'm a mess. That's what I'm saying. It's like you hit a bump and then it's over. Yeah, it was all a waste of time. It was stupid. It's over, Johnny. It's ridiculous. It's over.
Life is hard, man. I say to Dennis, I don't, and I don't know when I'm going to lose another faculty. I just yeah. don't know. It might happen any time. Yeah, and everyone will go, well, you're lucky. Your parents have uh, great genetics. You're going to have a long life. I go, no, 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 no. The two of them put together made me. <laughs> and it's it's like a, it created you think something it's a bad it. combination. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. It, 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 who knows what's going to be? Those two are going to outlive me. That's even my worst nightmare. But um, yeah, I'm not feeling well, so I have a very negative attitude. I mean, on top of my yeah. usual negative attitude, this is even <laughs> right. Worse. This is worse. <laughs> yeah. So I was laying in bed last night and. I watched a little bit of American Idol. I, I TiVo it. I'm a day behind. Uh, it's a Sunday night show. They don't yeah. do any more than that. They do a Monday night show, too, but I'm on the Sunday yeah. night show. and I see. So annoying. What's annoying? That show. I mean, I watch it. I like it. But, you know, again, I was talking to you about this yesterday. I did America's Got Talent. Yes. And the same crew that kind of runs America's Got Talent runs... American Idol. It's, you know, and it's a type of television show. And they do this thing. You know, we used to do it on America's Got Talent. When the, when the kids, the contestants, come up and they're all nervous because this is like the most important thing they've ever done. And like they have a girl from, I don't know, bumfuck Iowa who, you know, barely speaks properly. And, uh, you know, she's about to be told whether she's going through to the next round. Yes. And then, like, Lionel Richie, he, he's uh, standing there and he goes, um, you know, there are two problems with you. The problem is, the first big problem is, when you're singing, you're too big, you're too over the top. You know, you're only 16 years old and you haven't learned how to modulate that. So, unfortunately, there's another problem, too. And that problem is, you're going through to the next round. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm like, that was the lamest fucking takedown I've ever seen. It really just annoys the fuck out. First of all, it makes no goddamn sense. The first problem is, you sing too big. Okay. But the second problem is, you're going on to the next round. What, what's the... Wait, this, Where's that, that, that a this problem? Just, it's, just, it's not even a good misdirect. It, it, the problem is you're going... No, how is that a problem? The problem is you... news and bad news might be a better setup. Right, well, first of all, the whole idea of making it seem like you're not going through the next round and then turning it around so they're going through the next round, haven't we seen that? On, all the you know, time, we, yeah. How many years in a row has every one of these, like, what, what about just being real? Like, what fun does a 60-something-year-old man, I don't know how old Lionel Richie is, maybe he's 70-something. What fun, <laughs> what sick fun does a 70-year-old man have going to a 16-year-old and saying, you know, who's, who's, who, who lost his mother and father in the war? And, uh, you know, like, these kids have horrible stories. I know, For some I reason, just speed through the stories because I don't want to feel sympathetic. Well, yeah, when, then that's what Lionel Richie should do. I mean, you know, like it's unbelievable, these stories. I think only you can only sing well if you have a horrible story. Oh, you've lost your mother. Yeah. Your father abandoned you. <laughs> they have one guy who's like, 
he's been his father abandoned him. He's been homeless since he's nine or something. And yeah, he's got one eye. You know, it's like you know, there's one thing worse than the next. But oh, Lionel Richie is seventy one years old. What what wow, fucking good for him? What pleasure does a seventy one year old man take in going? You know, you there's two problems. One problem is you sing a little big, but the other problem is you're going on to the next round. <laughs> And the guy's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Richie. Thank you. Thank you what? First of all, Lionel Richie should be honest with him. No one, he should say, you know, in the last couple of seasons, no one gone anywhere with this show. Don't be so nervous. We haven't found one idol. Yeah, we, we keep appointing winners. And you, <laughs> there was a girl last season who was so talented. She was an African-American woman. She had a horrible story. You know, again, she was like living on the subway or something. Like, I think her house was the subway. And, uh, and she, you know, she like didn't even have food or clothes. And I remember by the end of the season, she looked fantastic. She really kind of blossomed. You know, they cleaned her up, gave her a Hollywood look. Her name was Just Sam. And I think her name was Just Sam because like, even like who even knew what her pronouns were? You know what I mean? Like, I mean. I don't know if she was she, he, what, I don't know what the fuck she was, <laughs> but she was talented, really talented. So what? Yeah. Where is she? You ever hear the name Just Sam? I've never, where, where just did, now is when I heard, first heard Just Sam. You just yeah. said it. Did you, did you hear her new music? No. Have <laughs> no. You? No. <laughs> I don't know what Just Sam does or how she sounds. I think she's on the subway. She's back on. I mean, I don't know. How do you, where do you go from there? Do they do they at least, you know, at least well, if they don't they the get first, a record contract? What happened to all that? Who wants a record contract now? In fact, if That's you get a record contract, too. you can't even make any money. Then you got to go sell your own records. Yeah, right. There's no store. <laughs> record contract. What are they offering on that show? How about offering her some fucking money? <laughs> you know, just Sam talented girl i mean yeah and you know you get excited you're like wow look what she went through but she's the american idol big deal just sam i think she's living with benji now <laughs> <laughs> wow hi would you like to go on a date <laughs> i'm just benji <laughs> but i don't know one of uh, eric's contests remember uh eric the actor, he once had a modeling contest, and the modeling contest winner would live with him. <laughs> right. He was, he was going to give her full representation, put yeah. all his attention on her, and she could come over to his house and live there. <laughs> and we couldn't That's what find American one. Idol is giving away now. <laughs> and I think, if I remember it correctly, I think Eric didn't get one person entering the contest. No, nobody entered the contest. No, no, one, no, one, no one was willing to live in his house. <laughs> Like Scotty McCreary won American Idol and Lee D. Wise and Chris Allen. Who are these people and where are they? They're no better off. You were big fans of theirs. Why didn't you find, you know, you don't follow them anymore? No. I don't, in fact, I had to look up their names. I don't even know their names. <laughs> I'm not pulling these out of my head. I have them written down. But, um, yeah, I mean... I'm watching, but that whole move where you sit there and you go, you know, there's some really, you know, we just don't think you're ready yet. This is what they go. They go, 
you've done great. You got this far. That's a win. But we just don't think you're ready yet to go home. <laughs> you're going on to the next round. And, you know, they had us do that at America's Got Talent. And, like, I, I got news for you. I bailed on it early. <laughs> it's like, first of all, these poor kids, you know, they don't they don't have a fucking pot to piss in on America's Got America's Got Talent. They're worse off than American Idol. Yeah. The kids on there are upscale. You know, and America's got talent. You got people, I mean, they, they crawl in from the gutter. They're not doing well. You know, you, you think it's easy to be a magician in this day and age? Not everybody's, uh, you know, David Copperfield. You know, there are people on America's Got Talent who work in a circus. When's the last time you saw a circus? Yeah, they're in really bad shape. Their business yeah, I mean, went yeah. out of business. <laughs> Remember one year we had a guy like, you know, I think he, 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 he balanced bowling balls on his head. And I was like, how is this guy surviving? It's, I mean, he's fantastic. I mean, make him the winner. Do something for the guy. Well, what about that guy who had to string things up through the entire theater? That, that yeah. musical instrument he, where's he gonna play? Where is he? You know where he is? <laughs> he's parking cars for, uh, the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? He was hanging guy a whole day there hanging strings in the theater and he turned the entire theater into a musical instrument. I yeah. mean that's pretty fucking great. Amazing, right. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> I mean, yet I remember walking backstage at America's Got Talent, like they had craft services. You didn't you'd have food to nosh on while you're waiting to perform because there's so many right. hours involved and it looked more like a soup kitchen. Like, you know, some of the contestants looked like they needed a meal real bad. It was depressing. And then I'm going to sit there and fuck with them and go, you know, you're a pile of shit on opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went backstage one day to that craft services area i was trying to find it anyway and i yeah. walked past a guy who's now icing his balls because his talent was being kicked in the nuts yeah that's what <laughs> i mean that... <laughs> that's what i mean exactly horse was his name yes <laughs> and and you know i was like i want him to win and the producers were like well i don't think you know america is gonna i go fuck america <laughs> this kid this kid's taking a shot to the nuts for your dumb show make him the winner get him a meal telling you i said look at this guy piff the magic dragon i mean oh. what a super talented guy and his, yeah. his dragon outfit would look like, it, like he couldn't afford even a good dragon it, outfit. it was it was worse than yuckos <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the guy's got a filthy outfit and he's so talented <laughs> i mean in fact you know what take that 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 water skiing squirrel and feed it to him so he can eat something <laughs> But it was it was hard, like you know. And then, like, I got into it because, it like, you know, you're going to get on camera if you psych the kids out, right? You know, like, but your journey ends, but not today. <laughs> you know, your journey is over. <laughs> your, I mean, and then I would rack my brain because they don't write them for you. Oh, you have, you to have come, to up, come with your up with this crap yourself. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I would sit there and write down little notes. 
you know, to myself, because because really, who could who could stomach saying all this dumb shit? And, and after a while, it just started coming out awkwardly. Because, you know, I think you're a cunt, a country treasure. You're moving <laughs> on to the next, you know. Just imagine if your college entrance, uh, your uh, <laughs> acceptance or uh, whatever they call it, came in the mail and it did that. Yeah. You know, you've, you've, you've performed very well and you've made it to round three. So I think you should be congratulating yourself. But unfortunately, I hope you die. Your hair for the finals. <laughs> I hate you is what I don't think. You know, like it started getting weird. Right. I'm sorry, but you're going home. A star. You're going on to the next level. I'm so sorry to tell you this. You're leaving. For Las Vegas in the next round. You absolutely sucked. All the air out of the room with that fabulous performance. You owned it. You're going on. But they still do it on American Idol. Katy yeah. Perry has to do it. The country guy has to do it. And so does uh, Lionel Richie. And Lionel Richie was just horrible at it. He, he didn't make sense. He's just like, he goes, I have really bad news for you. You were over the top. And the other bad news is you're going on to the next level. <laughs> like, 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 what? You Are you fucking senile? Meanwhile, the guy looks like he's 25 years old. I mean, he's I so know. pulled I'm back. I like, he's 71? Yeah. I mean, the guy moves very well for a 71-year-old. Yeah, and, I would not have guessed that. And his face is like, there's not a wrinkle in it. I don't know how that happened. Well, you know how <laughs> it happens. Hollywood. <laughs> like, he actually goes and pays someone to cut open his face <laughs> to look like that. Like, can you imagine Lionel Richie has to go somewhere and they pull him back? I mean, I'm guessing, unless, if that's natural, God bless, but it doesn't look that natural to me. I don't think so. I don't think so. But then again, you never know. But it's so lame. You know, I'm so sorry. I I won't be seeing you again until next week for the next round. (laughs) And these kids are 16 years old. It's it's bordering on abusive. Uh, Yeah. You know. I, like they I, haven't I, had enough trauma in their life. They got to go through you. <laughs> and then afterwards, they go, thank you, Mr. Ritchie. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ritchie. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. Well, I think of America's Got Talent, and these people are trying to get through Heidi Klum. Thank well, that's, you. listen. <laughs> I feel weird, you know, saying it, because, I, you know, I sat next to Heidi for three seasons. And she's very nice. She really is. But I did have trouble when they told me, I go, who's the, who's going to be the new judge? They go, Heidi Klum. I go, you, you mean the one, the, the model? Yeah. I, I go, what, what sense does that make? <laughs> is she in the field of entertainment? They go, well, she has her TV show. She has um, America, America's Next Model. I go, oh, that's true. That helped no, me. No, she was you know. Project Runway, wasn't she? Oh, Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know. I go, I go, hey, you've got that show, America's Next Top Model. She never corrected me. <laughs> Maybe she did. I don't know. I, z- I zoned when she talked. It was, I was kind of proud of myself that I was not, like, seduced by her beauty. Uh-huh. 
like, I know there was a point in my, I think this was therapy because there's a point in my life. I would have fucked their brains out <laughs> and been sorry about it. You know what I mean? Cause it would have caused all kinds of complications. Right. You now have to sit next to her and, and yeah. uh, make now nice, wanna... but she can't stand you anymore. Cause you left. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know if she ever was attracted to me. There was a couple of times in the beginning she said to me, hey, I want to come into your room and, and you'll teach me how to meditate. And I was like, <laughs> and maybe she wants to fuck. <laughs> of course, I was married to Beth at that point. I wasn't looking. To, I'm so happy with Beth. I would never do anything to fuck it up. But uh, I was like, you know, back in the day, I teach her how to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I found myself going. You get a whole different view of meditation. You know what I said to her? I said, you know what, Heidi? I said, to learn how to meditate, you can't come into a room with me and I can teach you. I'm not a meditation teacher. Here's the number in Manhattan for the meditation. (laughs) The transcendental meditation is taught by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And you call that. She's like, no, no, no. I want you to teach me how to meditate. And I'm like. could have been a come on. Maybe, but I know back in the day, I, I know, listen, she's a beautiful woman and I think she's wild. I, I would have fucked her. And, uh, of course I'm, a, I'm a, listen, look at me. I'd be lucky to even get a kiss from her. No, let alone put my penis inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, I mean, look at me. I look like a bent over snail. Oh, stop it. The idea that she'd want to have, you know, intercourse with me is insane. So, uh, but I, but I was like, cool. I was like, you know what? You need, you need to call a meditation school. Cause I know back, back when I was, you know, on the, on the prowl, I would have been like, okay, let's see the first step in learning how to meditate. We make out. (laughs) (laughs) Then you, then I finger you. Then we get naked and we, 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 we put our genitals together. Now you're meditating. But anyway, I don't know. Listen, it, it's, it's, it would be presumptuous of me to assume that Heidi Klum would ever be attracted to me. But I just thought, imagine that that went down. It would have been the talk of the, the whole set. You know what I mean? That oh, I was banging it would have been the talk of us people, TMZ, uh, yeah. all those people, <laughs> Daily Mail, your favorite. <laughs> and of course, like after a week or two, I'd want to get out of the relationship or... Quite frankly, probably after the first time we banged, she'd want to get out of the relationship. She'd be like, there's no, this, this guy can't fuck. And, uh, you know, he can't use his cock. So I know that it wouldn't have gone anywhere and it would have been a disaster because we would have been coworkers and then there would have been an awkward fucking thing. Cover the post, plum fucks gargoyle. <laughs> You know, it just would have been. But so, also, so everybody great. would have been watching the seating arrangement because first yeah. we're sitting next to each other. Now Mel B is between you. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, it just it just would have been awkward. So thank God I was professional. I was you know I, I you know, thank God I was in a loving relationship, able to appreciate my relationship. But uh, you know that w- which was great. I mean, I thank God for that. Because it just would be complicated. It wouldn't be worth it. But when I watch that American Idol, I do get the, um, I get like the flashbacks. What do they call <laughs> like that? PTSD? PTSD? Yeah, PTSD. You know, I'm like, 
I remember, yeah, I, I, and last night I went, yeah, I had to do that. I had to tell these little kids, yeah, you know, you have zero natural ability at losing. You're going on to the next round, <laughs> you know. Your parents must be so ashamed to have not recognized your talent earlier in your life. You're going on to the next round. You know, enough of that. Okay, that was funny, like, when, maybe, like, I guess, who, I don't know who started that. Maybe Simon Cowell or Randy mm-hmm. Jackson, the first season of American Idol. It's enough. Now, now everything is a misdirect. And Lionel Richie just sounded out of his fucking mind. <laughs> I have really bad news. You're going on to the next round. That doesn't even make sense. I have really bad news. You're going on to the... It's just, it's just totally outrageous. He's run out of uh, options. Yeah. He's How now about, making no sense. I, I would have loved if he sat down and said, I got to be honest with you, you came close to not getting through because you kind of sing at one level. You're, you're, you're yelling at us in a way. But okay, you, you've been singing good enough all along that we're going to give you a next, another shot. Yeah, yeah. So go in there. It would have been more... Ref- I don't know, this whole... Real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so wicked, and it, it makes him look dumb. And they should have a revolt on that show. Well, I don't think you you're sitting in that chair if you're Lionel Richie, worrying about what you're going to say to this kid. Obviously, he didn't hmm. put much thought in it. No, I don't think like he's like <laughs> I'm do this, and, and I know Lionel Richie doesn't get paid a lot of money. Yeah, for American Idol. It would be shockingly low. I know how the whole pay scale works with these things. Mm. One person makes all the money. Okay. Like and they got Luke Katy Bryan Perry on that show. <laughs> no, Luke Luke Bryan. They he pays them. <laughs> it's absolutely unnecessary to pay the guy. It's the best thing that ever happened to him. They know it. He knows it. Lionel Richie knows it. Katy Perry to, to get a Katy Perry, they paid her fifteen to twenty million dollars, and then they said that's it. We are Lionel, out of we, money. Yeah, that's it. Luke, you can be on the show or not. Because I remember on America's Got Talent, <clears throat> they were always talking to new judges. Always, you know, and I remember there was a big name they mentioned. And I said, there's no way he's coming because they've already given me all the money. <laughs> and I was right. Sure. He goes, I, hey, I, you know, he let it slip out. I, I'm going to be on the show next season. I go, good. Hey, okay, I look forward to working with you. I didn't care. I said, fire all these fucking judges. I don't care who you have here, who you don't have here. I'm going to judge whatever you want to do. And then the next thing I heard, the guy said, no, I'm not going to take the job. Why? Because they're not paying. Right. They finally got around to talking about the money. Yeah. That's how these shows work. They get one credible name. Katy Perry is a credible name because she's got success right now. She's pretty. You know, she checks off all the. Are you okay? No, I'm just, I'm looking at this headline here. It says, according to the Daily Sun, which is a tabloid, Lionel is the third highest paid judge at $10 million a year. Katy Perry, $25 million. Luke Bryan, $12 million. I don't believe it. That's yeah, all bullshit. you don't, that pay scale's no. off. <laughs> it's all off. It's off by about $22 million. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> No, because I remember when I was working with Sharon Osbourne and Howie, they were always complaining about the money. 
But Howie got a plane. Howie, in order to get Howie, Howie does a lot of uh, stand-up comedy because he's got to make a living. Yeah. They're not paying him enough money to, to you know, that he can stop, stop working. working on the road. Yeah. Right. So he said, look, come on, give me a break. I got to leave after taping the America's Got Talent all day. I got to get to like some fucking theater in Wisconsin. So they're like, I gotta okay, go to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We'll, they, they were like, okay, we'll fly you there. But don't expect anything more than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. And then the next thing I know, um, when the Mel B and Heidi heard that how he had a plane, they decided they they were like, hey, can we come on your plane? So all I know is it, it turned into like a um, look like a bus. <laughs> Howie and his family were piled in there, Heidi and her kids. He had Mel to take B. the kids too. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. How he goes, it's unbelievable. I, used to, I go, why did you offer to take them? He goes, I felt bad. I go, stupid. <laughs> he told me there was one time he was, he was, um, he had his private plane. He's in LA. He's waiting to come into New York to fly into New York. And Mel B's an hour late. Oh. I go, why did I go, why didn't you just leave? Tell the pilot to go. It's your, he goes, well, I, I, I would, I would have felt horrible. I, I go, fuck that. <laughs> You're giving her a ride and you're waiting for her to show up. Just leave. Howie's plane became like an Uber. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then one time Howie was like all upset because he came to me. He goes, man, I, I gotta, I can't be late for my gig. We were taping way into the night. He goes, I got my plane set up, but I got to fly all of them back. I'm afraid that they're going to be late. I go, well, Howie lay down the fucking law. Howie's a really nice guy. I go, Howie, lay down the law. Say, listen, this plane isn't, this is my payment. Because I got to go work. I, I said, you got to go tell Mel B she can't be late. And tell he Heidi, I think, was on time. She knew enough. <laughs> well, she's German. You, They're always on time. <laughs> Howie goes, I don't want to rock the boat. We're all co 